this leads to my question, right? So what do you think? Could you what what in your in your sense are the different types of leaders that we have today? And and what are the challenges that you feel like leaders are facing today, especially stress and burnout, which is obviously one of your your, your um uh, spe- specialties? Yeah, I mean, that's such a really good question. And I really appreciate it, actually that you've sort of given a little bit more context and provided just some sort of like a little case study of what's really possible when we shift what we think a leader is or what a leader isn't. Um, so, I mean, first off, there are a lot of really interesting um, studies. You can read a lot of books um, about different leadership styles, different ways in which people show up. Ultimately, I'm personally not very interested necessarily in defining something strictly because I think that even as human beings, we're not one thing. And I don't think any leader is one thing. I think that we attempt things, we show up in different ways, depending on the results that we get. And based on those results, we tend to show up that way again and again and again. So it's going to look a little bit different for everybody. But of course, they're sort of I guess you can say buckets as you can put people in. And I think that the two that you shared, I think that's a a really simple starting point, right? Mm -hmm. More authoritative, maybe more collaborative. So I maybe want to use those two buckets. I don't want to get too in depth because I think that that would make this conversation (laughs) a little bit difficult. But I think those are probably the two basic ways. And I think that you can add a lot of other um, components to it, right? So if you're a coaching leader or someone uses coaching-like tools with your you know, with your employees, you're more collaborative, right? If you're a leader that maybe uses more mentorship or sharing more of your experience, you're more vulnerable, that's once again, more collaborative. If you like barking orders, that's a little bit more directive and authoritative, right? So I think that those two buckets can really, I think, help to to capture a lot of different ways in which we show up as a leader. Ultimately, we need both those styles, right? I think that leadership um, and being a leader and being really able to step up into that position is being open to recognizing that it's really going to depend on the context. So there's some really interesting, once again, um, Mm -hmm. research and really interesting uh, books written about what I like to describe uh, or what is actually, I think, described called situational leadership or context-based leadership. And I think that's really the way forward, recognizing that we can't show up as one way because as human beings, we're going to show up differently throughout the day, right? And so this is where I, you know, sometimes like to incorporate um, cycles and recognizing that even as human beings, we have different cycles. Uh, it is a bit different for each gender, right? So for females, we have a little bit more of a 28 day cycle for males. We have a bit more of a 24 hour cycle, but just yeah. really recognizing that even within whatever that cycle is, however you want to define it, you're going to yeah. feel differently. And because you feel differently, your behavior is going to be different and how people mm-hmm. respond to that behavior might also be very different. So it really just starts with ultimately just really cultivating that self-awareness. I'm going to sound like a bit of a broken record, but that also <laughs> is the first step of what I teach and the first step of how I coach mm-hmm. really just supporting leaders. And even for myself, supporting myself to focus on how am I feeling right now? And based on how I'm feeling, like, how does this mean in terms of how I might show up? And then ultimately, what are the results that I'll get based on how I'm going to show up? And is there anything I can shift or change, whether it's about my attitude, my mood, right? Um, that can allow me to create a bit more of a win-win situation if I'm engaging with That's my employees point. or if I'm engaging with clients, right? So yeah. a really quick example, even jumping on this call, I told you, hey, like this is typically when I eat, I haven't <laughs> eaten, right? And because I haven't done this thing, right? Which is a very human thing. Sometimes yeah. we forget to eat as leaders, right? I think this mm-hmm. is something that could potentially resonate for a lot of you on here. We okay. don't recognize that not eating can lead to us behaving in a certain way, right? Mm. But not eating could lead you to be upset, annoyed, 
tired, right? And ultimately you'll show up and engage with people in a certain way that may not lead to the results that you want. So it really does start with Mm. cultivating your self-awareness. It really does start with reminding yourself that you're a human and not a robot, that you need to eat, that you need to Mm -hmm. sleep, that you need to make sure that you have some sort of wellness routine, whatever that looks like for you. And so what that means is you're going to have the capacity to be able to be reflective and really respond to whatever environment that you're in, whatever human beings are throwing at you so that ultimately you're going to get the results that you want. All right. So I hope that made sense really, but I think it's really more of starting with yourself um, and where am I? And then if there's a gap to where you feel like you need to be in terms of how you have to show up. Yeah, no, that's, those are very, very good points. Um, Equia, thank you for sharing those. And I think the important thing that you mentioned here is that it's important for us to look, I mean, to, to really just keep it simple, just just to look at the basics. So if we're not eating right, if we're not sleeping right, just the basics, we're not sleeping right, we're not eating right. Uh, what, what else? What else is there, right? Our diet is not right. Yeah. You know, if we're not getting enough rest, if we're not getting enough exercise, we're not working ourselves, you know, like yeah. working out, things like that, all of that really can have a massive impact on how you show up, I think, in your professional life. Right. And we yeah. can even take it a step further if people are comfortable with that. Right. Recognizing that your personal relationships will also have an impact on yeah. your business and how you show up within your business or within your career. I think yeah. for so long, we've we've tried to tell ourselves that we can have different parts of ourselves, right, that we can somehow separate ourselves from who we are at home and who we are at work. I think that one thing that this time has shown is that it's really difficult to do that. And we actually don't do that very well in general, right? I think it's just one of those stories we like to tell ourselves, right? Like, oh, I can do this. It's like, no, it's it's really hard. It's actually incredibly difficult to do that. And maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should make space for recognizing that, hey, I need some extra time. Hey, I need more rest. Hey, I need these boundaries so I can make sure that I'm eating well so that the next time I go into a client meeting, I can come up with a much better, uh, you know, I can be a much better negotiator. It really could be that simple. Yeah, it really could. It really could be that simple. And this actually has uh, prompted me to ask you another question. um, Um, I think what's quite popular also in this time and age is uh, hustle culture where everybody...